welcome to This Enduring Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Stephen Rudd. And I'm Nick Gunning. We're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. Hey, and speaking of those Ewok movies in Return of the Jedi, today, as we record, February 3rd, Warwick Davis' birthday. Oh. Happy birthday to Warwick Davis. <laughs> what is that thing you always say? Kismet? It's Kismet. Yeah, it is. It's Kismet. It's, it's, it's kismet. meant to be, right? That's hey, what that is. before yeah. we get into this, how do you feel about Happy Willow? Birthday. Do you like Willow? Oh, I love Willow. I like Willow, too, and I'm actually pretty oh, with Val excited. Kilmer? I'm pretty excited oh, about yeah. the new Disney Plus series coming out. Yeah. That, I was, I'm equally as excited about that as I was about the new Dark Crystal show. When that came out, I thought that was really good. I really enjoyed oh, it. I, yeah, I, tried, and, I tried with that Dark Crystal show. I just thought it was so ugly. I couldn't get past it. It's just <laughs> well, that so, is the Dark Crystal. I like, know, it, but it was just It's actually like, brighter than the Dark it Crystal. It was relentless. Just those, oh, those gross, like... I don't know, turkey skeleton losing yeah. pustules. Oh, it's great. Oh, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But I'm excited uh, about no. Willow. I'm excited okay, about good, Willow. Good, yeah. I was yeah. I was really excited because I loved as a kid, like that was <laughs> for some reason I was allowed to watch that, but I could yeah. not I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> like, okay. You can watch Willow right. with like all that. Right. Everything and, going on not there. The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but not, not the Simpsons, Simpsons. you know. Hmm. You know, so. the, the Willow novelization, I love novelizations. Uh, I've never read it, mm. but I've heard that it's great. And there's actually a, a, a novel series written by Chris Claremont, like Chris Claremont, best known really? as writing X-Men for decades. Yeah. Uh, and everybody kind of hates that. That say it, It's like an older huh. Willow, and everybody's like, he hardly seems like the character. So I don't know. But I've always wanted to read him. But I feel like maybe maybe we just need to do a mini like Willow episode when the new show comes out. Because Warwick we Davis is back. The original yeah. Wicket, you know? Dude, it's going right. to be... I think it's going to be good. Right. Uh, it, it can't be terrible. It's going to no, be No, I agree. I agree, yeah. But I sidetracked yeah. us. That's, we're not talking about that today, Steve. What are we talking no. about? That is stretching beyond, for yeah, that's sure. The beyond, yep. So today we are discussing Season 1, Episode 12, Blue Harvest, which originally aired November 23rd, 1985. We were wee little boys. Yes, we still. were. Yes, we were. All right, let's take a look at the uh, cast and crew. <laughs> Today's yeah. episode was written by Paul Dini, but we have a co-credit of Sam Wilson. And I mm-hmm. looked up Sam Wilson's credit, just this episode. According to IMDb, this is the only credit oh, he has. really? So, who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's not particularly amazing. No, I know. I know. So, yeah. Yeah. It had that Sam know. Wilson uh, mediocre spice I, to it. Yes, it did. Directed by <laughs> Rami J. Felice. And this episode, remember last one was the, was the oddball that was never released commercially. This mm-hmm. one was only released on VHS as part of the compilation called Wicket the Hero. Interesting choice because I wouldn't uh, say that Wicket, I guess he's the hero of this. As much as there is a hero in this episode, he kind yeah. of is. But yeah, yeah that's I don't true. know yeah. that this is an episode that demonstrates Wicket's heroism is all I'm saying. No, so. no, not at all. Okay. Our featured cast <laughs> member this time around is Myrna Fried, who plays Huna. Uh, Huna the Flog in this episode. So <laughs> scattered credits throughout, did a lot working with Muppets. So she was a Muppeteer on the film Follow That Bird and 50-plus episodes of Fraggle Rock. What's your history with Fraggle Rock? Uh, non-existent at Nothing. all. Nothing. Oh, I never, okay. Yeah, I never did Fraggle oh. Rock. I, did, I was Muppets, though. Like, yeah, Follow yeah, That yeah. Bird. Like, I love that yeah, movie. Yeah, that's, that's know, that Sesame was... Street, yeah. No, I, I love Fraggles as a kid. I haven't watched any of the newer incarnations, including the <laughs> Apple Plus show, which I've heard only good things about so oh yeah that's brand new the kids the kids wanted to watch yeah, that yeah so. yeah 
Yeah, all right. Well, that's it for this episode. No, uh, no Care Bears, though, right? No. I didn't see a Care Bear credit. I would have told you if there was, but no, <laughs> no not this time. <laughs> I love that. That's a running joke in it's, this show. It's not a joke. It's true. It's but it's, it's so true. Yeah. It is. It really is. You love those little guys. <laughs> I love them, especially the, the, the blue one with the clouds, uh-huh. um, Grumpy Bear. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that's his name, but okay. Is I it? think it is. Grumpy? I don't, I don't know. I think Grumpy it, yeah, Bear. I think it's Grumpy Bear. Okay. Something like that. I believe you. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's do the uber detailed plot. Ewok Season 1, Episode 12, Blue Harvest. Okay. Preparations are underway for the Fall Festival. Tebow and Wicket struggle to deliver a wagon of melons to the village that seems to have gotten heavier along the way. Milani arrives and gives them a snack, then runs away flirtatiously, while Weechi and Willie laugh, giving away their hiding spot inside the melon wagon. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, loud roars are heard on the forest floor. A raging Vorshack is seen devouring the bark of neighboring trees. Meanwhile, a band of Dulocs that secretly released the Vorshack begin to infiltrate and steal the Ewoks' harvest. Thankfully, the Ewoks are able to subdue the Vorshack using a net saturated with blue Olap leaf potion. Mm-hmm. The Dulocs realize their distraction is gone and quickly hide. While hiding, the Dulocs overhear Low Gray explaining that the blue Olap potion makes you joyous and happy, which is why the Vorshak calmed down. But the red leaf potion turns you evil. Uh-oh. The Duloc chieftain schemes to steal and give the red potion to a giant flog so they can steal the harvest while the Ewoks are under attack. Bega, remember Bega, the purple, like, donkey yes. I was bowl like, oh, thing? He's back. Yeah. I thought he was like a yeah, one-off, back. but now we got him. Yep, Bega discovers them hiding and causes them to fall to the forest floor. Those Dulocs deserve it anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Later, the Duloc shaman infiltrates the Ewok village dressed as Honest Umwok, the Tolga trader. Wicket and Tebow try and stop Umwok from walking into the hut, but fail to stop him. The disguised Duloc steals a potion and escapes in a cloud of dust. Wicked and Tebow find the Duloc trying to run away and chase after him. The shaman finds a giant flog girl and administers the potion, but very quickly realizes he stole the wrong potion when the flog develops a crush on everything it sees. The shaman thinks the plan could still work considering the flog may accidentally, and I do air quotes here, kill the Ewoks with kindness, right. end quote, and still be an adequate distraction. Wicket and Tebow run into the flog and it lovingly follows them back to the Ewok village. Wicket hides, but the giant flog is tearing the place apart, searching for him. Logray very quickly puts the pieces together on what's happening and determines the only way to counter the potion is to shock the flog out of the spell somehow. Of course. Yeah, he also yeah reverse it. That's yeah, would just, be the right. honest. Uh, yeah, he also warns that if Wicket tries to run away, the flog will continue to to destroy the village looking for him. The Duloc chieftain is miffed that the wrong potion was used, but has a conniving plan to kidnap Wicket so that the flog creates havoc. The Duloc successfully kidnap Wicket, and when the flog awakens, it begins to search for him, causing all sorts of damage, just like they thought. Mm -hmm. While the Ewoks are distracted, the Dulocs begin to raid the harvest. They also convince the flog to bring Wicket back to her own home, and then manage to take the whole Ewok village captive, even raiding their harvest feast they prepared. Wicket pleads with Huna, the flog, to stop because his village is in danger. Thinking of a way to shock Huna, he makes... 
gun. <laughs> so, so last time I told Nick that I pretty much read everything that's in front of me. <laughs> he, he dastardly, he dastardly added something in here to trick me, but I actually caught it. <laughs> It says, nice trick. what does it say it there, says, Steve? It says he makes passionate love to her right there on the bridge. But that's not I almost read that. You almost I really did. Almost read you came it. close. I almost did. But what really, really happens? <laughs> uh, he kisses her on the nose and doing so suddenly shocks her out of the spell. Wicked explains to Huna what the Dulocs did to her and Wicked thinks of a plan to get back at the nasty Dulocs for tricking them. They both return to the village much to the mockery of Gornish, the chieftain. Mm-hmm. In honor of pairing them together, the Flog performs a dance for the Dulocs. While the Dulocs are distracted by the dance, the Ewoks are able to retake their village, chasing away the nasty Dulocs. Huna captures the Shaman, and the Ewoks place a leaf necklace on him. A blue Olap leaf necklace, that is, yeah. The Shaman finds this out after falling in the river while running away. Unfortunately for him, this necklace fell off and landed on a river hippo. The same one we saw in episode one. Mm-hmm. It's it, it landed on its nose, causing it to fall madly in love with the shaman. He runs away in terror. Back at the village, the Ewoks thank Huna for helping them. Wicket admits he will miss her, and before leaving, Huna tells him not to worry and will quote get over her in time. No one is happier that Huna is gone than Milani. True. Roll credits. True. What does she keep calling him? Her honey, honey drop, honey bear, honey, honey drop. Yeah, drop bear, honey drop. I think something. Like something. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice try. I, I oh man, I almost read that. I know. I would have loved it. I would have loved it. Are they harvesting <laughs> basketballs? Because it sure looks like they got a wagon full of <laughs> basketballs in the beginning. Or you know what they really look like? They look like orange beach balls because yeah. they got that circle. They do. They got the circle that holds. They, they the, don't look edible. The, is all I'm saying. They they really don't. And they're not they blue, don't. so that's more of an orange harvest, I guess. So yeah, I think it's a fall. You know, the fall yeah. harvest. I mean, it's when, when did the episode come out? November twenty third, day yeah. before Thanksgiving, right? We mentioned in the end of the last episode that blue harvest was a in joke with Star Wars. Steve, you want to enlighten us? Yes. So blue harvest is what the name of Return of the Jedi was so that people would not flock to the set because yeah. they were working in the what in California, right? The Redwood Forests. Mm-hmm. They were out there in the woods and they didn't want people just, you know, going like, oh, the third episode or the really the sixth, you know, the, the next installment of Star Wars was being filmed out in the woods because they had no control over anything. People mm-hmm. could walk in from wherever. So they called it Blue Harvest and it was like the short description of it was like it was like a horror movie or something like a teen yeah. horror movie. The first so, time I heard that name was the Family Guy Star Wars spoof. Yes, like I me didn't too. know about that's that before then, it. and then I realized, oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. And somebody explained to me the significance of it, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's crazy that I didn't hear about that till now. Yeah. Like they're still like, and that came out what like ten years ago maybe. Yeah. So like, we're t- we're still talking like. You know, twenty years of thir- yeah. you know, almost. It's 30, I think it was one of those things yeah. that, like, you know, people knew at the time afterwards and stuff. But I just that was that was not a factor right. that trickled its way to me. But, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny when they because okay, first of all, here's two things that I had a little bit of an issue with: the Varshaks okay. just vanish. Like yeah. Once once they're kind of like that's not a threat anymore, they're just gone. And I really thought that those were going to somehow play a part in the resolution, and they didn't. Yeah, it, I think it was just to demonstrate the 
the potency of yeah. the potion. That's really all it was. It was you funny, know, like, too, because it seemed very, like, druggy. Like, Logray's like, oh, pour this on it and try not to inhale that smoke. <laughs> and yeah. then drop it on the Vorschach, and the Vorschach is just, like, high as a kite. So it, it felt <laughs> felt a little like a drug reference. Maybe not, but yeah. that's, that's yeah. certainly what I thought. Ooh, the blue potion. Oh, yeah. This is another <laughs> one where I just was struck by how empty the village is. It's so weird. Yeah. like We it, did. So here's the thing. You're right. It is very empty. But we see more Ewoks, new Ewoks in this episode than right. we ever have ever. You I know? just don't the, the way these shows like reuse animation. I don't know why we don't just have the same crowd scenes in the background or something because it's so strange yeah. to just have like. Was there ever more than like three Ewoks in any given shot? You know, it's just probably not. And, and it's then, like it's the whole time. It's the whole village's harvest. It's like this big thing, and you yeah. just see. You know, maybe you see, I think, maybe seven or eight over the course of the episode, but there's never, mm-hmm. maybe in the end when they all kind of come out of their captivity, do you get a sense of more? But I don't know, something about it just seems like a really empty village. Yeah, like every every shot was tight. Yeah. Right, everything was real small, and like you yeah. only ever saw like a platform, and here's the thing that, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I thought of that too, that like we really only ever see a platform, and then half of the rope bridge. Yep. I thought, why? Why is there not a wide enough shot that we're seeing the bridge, and and that actually bothered me because I was just like, what? What's the deal? Like, yeah, th- they'll they'll have that platform with a bridge, and then you might see a a, a hand drawn, penciled in platform way in the background, like way, way, way in the background, but nobody's occupying it. It's just yeah. up in the trees, and, just, and there was really never like a full shot. I know. Of the village. It's just so weird to me that we don't have some established backgrounds that show like life and movement. I, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, yeah, there was a lot the, of and then the... weird pronunciations here, too. Sometimes it was the Duloc Shaman. Yeah. Sometimes it was Shaman. And at one point, Wicket says, Kavork. He says, oh, Kavork, instead of Kavark. Really? Yes. Huh. I yeah. felt like this was maybe the best showing of the Dulocs. I mean, their initial plan is pretty good. Yeah. And then when things go a different direction, still pretty good. So I felt mm-hmm. like they came across pretty well. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to the Twitter account Endor Dulocs. You can follow them at Endor Dulocs. Just funny, funny stuff. All all <laughs> Dulock all the time. So good times there. So this <laughs> this would be an episode I think they would enjoy because the Dulocs come out looking pretty well. I think. Yeah, they they actually were were very successful, and I was surprised at yeah. the po- at the point where they took over the whole village. Like, yeah, really the only. I mean, they kind of got lucky that yeah. Wicket was just like, I don't know how to do this. I'm just going to kiss her. Yeah. Right. Because like he would have been gone. Yeah. And the Dulocs would have had the village. They would have eaten that feast. They would have taken all the food. And the Ewoks really would have been, you know, they would have been without food. Yeah. So, okay. So, so we have them like kind of feasting while the Ewoks are locked away, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then the thing that really bugged me, though, was that it's the same thing as last time. Huna just comes and distracts them with a dance. Just like yep. the whatever those dumb things were in the last episode. The, the, yeah, the, I can't remember what they're called now, but oh yeah, <laughs> I've, I've lost them from the, my memory. The, but it was um, the same, the, same the tree thing. living thing, or yeah, 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 the yeah, the trome, tromes, tromes, the tromes. that's it, trome. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, same thing, <laughs> same thing with the dance. And then when the Ewoks all come out and the the Dulocs are like afraid of them, I'm like, why? Why are you like? Why right? are you afraid yeah. of the Ewoks? I I didn't I, didn't I know get it's. That. It is. It, I thought the scene though, where the the Ewoks were like getting pulled into the hut and like disappearing. Yeah. I thought, wow, that's a really clever. Like that was kind of like it I didn't know. frighten me, but I thought, wow, that was like really compelling. Like yeah. it was just like, ah! 
Yeah. They just get pulled away and you're yeah. like, wow, the Dulocs kind of are nasty and evil. They really are. Yeah. I enjoyed this one a lot more than I've enjoyed some of the recent ones, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? And even, yeah, even though we had the repeat just... with the dance at the end, I did feel like the overall plot was a little different. And the fact that the mm-hmm. Dulocs actually seemed to have a good plan for a change, yeah. I thought was good. I, it, I think... As much I, as I, I don't they... care about the flogs, too, it was kind of nice to use that flog together, yeah guess, you know and when they said flog i was like wait a minute flog flog what is the flog it's and been a like, while oh, that we'll was probably... like what episode two or it was like it was two or early, three or early. something like yeah. that yeah mm-hmm. yeah that uh, yeah you might be right i think it was episode two or something like that and uh, with the flog baby right the flog yeah. baby and family yeah, yeah, this, like, the flogs, yeah. I, I think what they didn't they had mentioned it and i thought oh it would have been much better if they kind of focused on that aspect that like Throughout the episode, I thought well, there's there, there's really no like in, in every other episode. There's been like we need to do this, or everyone's going to die, yeah. you know, or somebody is going to die, or yep. something. You know, there's always been like really dire consequences, mm-hmm. right? If they fail, in this one, it was like oh, like they're just stealing our food, and then it was never like a, you know, well, why don't you share it with the Dulocs or something? Right, or like right. give them a meal and then tell and tell them to go on their yeah. way, or like. You know, there was never there was never like a, well, you know, and it was said once, like, oh, they're gonna steal. It. He said, like, oh, we forgot we, our harvest didn't do so well, so we're just gonna take yours. Yeah. And this is like that's where they should have been like, stop, you know, like, okay, there it is. There's the we're gonna die. Yeah, right. We need to stop them, or they're gonna take our food and we're gonna die. Exactly, because yep. that's what every episode's been. And this one was like. Nah, they're just gonna take our melons and right. eat our, you right. know, well, harvest I, dinner. Your point in last episode was that it would have been nicer to just have the the whole trouble there being contained in the village, and essentially that's what happened in this episode. You yeah, know, like right? we could get scared was, away yeah. a little bit, but but basically we're just we're at the camp pretty much the whole time. We see yep, the do whole time. Uh, so you kind of got your wish there. But then we hardly ever saw True. the village. Like the, I wanted to see the village, and yeah. we ever only saw like one hut at a time. I know there was never a shot of like oh, like six or seven huts and different yeah. levels and bridges and ladders. It was just the, you know the Huna Huna opening up the roof of a hut and yeah. then putting it down, and mm-hmm. then like and then a foot on a bridge. Yep. You know she never yep. broke any bridges. And I thought for, for for supposedly causing havoc, she's really not causing any havoc. Yeah just yeah, inconvenient she's you know because yeah, she's not like ripping the tops off you know she's just like yeah she's like lifting them up and then putting them back and then like low gray and chirpa on the bridge are like hold on and it's yeah. just like what well, i mean like i was waiting for it to like fail yeah and then low gray like do some like repair magic or something like but no nothing like no one got hurt nothing you know, happened <laughs> maybe i'm just getting soft but like i'm i'm a little bit more forgiving of this episode i feel like and it's not that I haven't liked the other ones. Like, I know we ragged right. on, on Wicket's Wagon for, like, the ghost showing up. But, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and the last episode was kind of like, well, we've seen this before. But I felt like this one was maybe more entertaining than the majority of them. Yeah, I think this one was a, a, a traditional, seemed to me, like, I, I like the fact that it that it kind of worked, yeah. right? When it was like, oh yeah. no, like don't wake her up and have her start looking for Wicked yeah. because then she'll start tearing the place. And I thought, well, that actually makes sense. Like yeah. she kind of did that. She was like, right. Wicked, right. Wicky, going into the town and, wiki, wiki, and starting yeah. to destroy stuff. So like it made sense to me. But then there was like, 
and never was I like, oh man, like if they don't succeed, this is going to be really bad. And I yeah. think that's where they, that's where they failed. Like maybe if the Dulocs were seen like, you know, running actually, actually part of them running off with some of their harvest, but it was kind of like, we're going to steal your harvest. Yeah. You know, but then like they got distracted by the, the food and then never actually took anything or did anything. Now you, you, you caught know? something that I didn't in this episode, because I, I guess I, when, when he, when the Dulak shows up dressed as um, Umak, is that what it is? Um, uh, yeah. Umak, the, like the Tulga trader or whatever. I was like, Tulga. Um, um, Umak. Okay. Umwak. I was like, I know yeah. that name. But I didn't get, I didn't put together what the disguise was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's got it's, like sort uh, of a melon on his nose and a whole like robe and everything. He dressed as a Tulga. And we've all seen a Tulga before. Right. And that's Morad. Yeah. And, that, and, and, the, and when, when, I, when I realized that, then that, that coconut that he had on his face or that like melon that he yeah. had on his face to make him look strange you realize now if you think about what morag looked like that's what she looks like yeah. she's got that weird like bulbous yeah. face with mm-hmm. a tiny mouth and then the sticks coming yeah. out coming out of her head that's yeah. what first ticked me off i was like wait a or cued me to it i was like yeah. wait a minute i and recognize I, somebody wearing a headdress like that i totally missed it so i'm glad you got it yeah another tolga look at that um, oh it was honest umwak very right. clever of, of him to of be course. like i'm honest I, everyone honest. calls me honest umwak to i'm just gonna barge there. in um, yeah. <laughs> gosh, what was your what was your Ichiwawa moment this time around? I think uh, I think my Ichiwawa moment, as corny as it is, was the the hippo thing at the very end. Because I remember you on our first episode being like, Man, I really liked that thing. And I think that may have actually been your Ichiwawa oh, you moment might be right. you from might the be first right. episode yeah. where you were like, I liked that thing. And I was like, There it is. We get to see it. Like yeah, it's coming out back. of the water he's with back. all the plants on his back and yeah. like uh, th- that for me, I was just like, oh, that's such a nod to the first episode. And it was I a couple a continuity. Yeah. Yeah, there was continuity this episode. So I can't really knock it, even though I, didn't, I feel like there wasn't really any any anyone was really in any danger. Yeah. You know, I think the lack of cataclysm, though, was something that I really appreciated about it, because we've had this uh, conversation a million times where we're like, again, it's like this one thing is going to destroy the whole planet. Oh, so I kind of right. liked that this was more, you know. Just like, a, like we're going to be hungry. We better stop this or we're going to be hungry. I like that it yeah. wasn't just like, or the world will implode or something. I, <laughs> yeah, Endor's going to die. I like, like the scale of it. <laughs> this episode fits in this world. Yeah, it does. we have the return of the flogs, Tolgas, yeah. new Ewoks. That it, The episode again started out with those little rat creatures with the suction mouths. Like mm-hmm. They're kind of like... Yeah, they're, they're kind of starting to develop this show. I know it's twelve episodes in, right. but it's becoming, it's becoming an ecosystem. Yeah, there's now a setting in yeah. in, in um, Endor. Yeah. What about you? What was your Ichiwawa moment? Oh boy, uh, I think for Ichiwawa, mm. I mean, it's it's hard to pick a specific one, but I guess I just feel like the Dulocs this time kind of get that honor because I feel like dressing as as the the Tulga was clever. Their mm-hmm. initial plan was clever, thinking on their feet yeah. to be like, okay, fine, we'll just take Wicket and she'll destroy the village, easy peasy. I felt like every yep. step of the way, they were they were pretty good. And I feel like each of those transitions, I was like, okay, Dulux, okay, Dulux, I see you, I see you. Yeah. Uh, did you have an Okavark? I... Worst moment. Worst moment of I the think show. It, I, think it, I think the worst moment of the show where they had an opportunity to add some sort of cataclysm was when Chirpa and Logre were on that bridge. 
Okay. You know, I was just like, I want to bridge the break. Like, just let yeah. I mean, let them hold on and it be okay. Whatever. Well, like be peril, not necessarily global catastrophe. You it's know? not cataclysm. Yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. They're not. Like, I mean, we do, we did see the Dulocs like fall like a hundred feet True. and then survive. They're so. bouncy. Yeah. <laughs> They're bouncy. But like, yeah, I was just like, oh, it would have been so great. That would have been like an opportunity for like low grade to like quickly like oh, and do something and like maybe repair the bridge before yeah. it could get to them or levitate or mm-hmm. just do something to kind of demonstrate that he is. I don't know because we've had it in the past where he's like, "Oh, I'll just do this," and then yeah. he does it, and it's just convenient to that episode. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, if it's convenient to that episode, wouldn't it have been convenient now? So I know yeah. I complained then, but now I'm com- complaining <laughs> that <laughs> the other he way. didn't. Right. He did do it then, but he didn't do yeah. it now. Yeah, right. So it's just like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. It would just been great if they were like, oh, you know, and then the, somebody like the kids, like Weechi or T or um, Willie, who've been like useless the entire episode hold them up yeah that would have been nice that would have been like oh okay and then we would have realized okay huna is actually destroying parts of the the village right because that's right. the whole thing like oh she's gonna ransack and destroy the vi-. never did you know right. she just made everyone hop on a bridge for about you know 20 seconds and that was <laughs> exactly. it like the worst of it <laughs> she in a way she is my okavark moment uh i just i didn't like the whole mm. the only way to snap her out of it is a shock like that doesn't even make sense that's like like I guess that's how the potions yeah. work. And a shock could just be anything. And so he just like kisses her on the nose and she's like, yeah, like, like a I, cold I, bath. I, like, I yeah, mean, like what? I, you know, I know. I know. Like, I on the head. I didn't really, I just think that was a really lazy way to be like, okay, she's not under the spell anymore. And I think you could have you done know, something more interesting. You know what I thought about? I did think about this and, and this maybe, maybe will open your, or, or, or mind to that situation is I did think, oh, that's silly when he's like, I'm just going to kiss, you know, but the fact that he kissed her and it broke her out of the spell that it was like, oh, it kind of makes sense, right? Like the spell makes you love somebody, but then the moment you, you, you act on it, the spell goes away, mm. right? So it's almost like it's not a spell. It's like a curse, right? Right. That you actually love that person, but then you can't ever kiss them. Yeah. Once you kiss them, then the spell is gone. Okay. And I thought that like in, right. in every... In everything out there, right? If there's like a, oh, they either say, I can't make you love somebody. Or if there is a situation where like, I am going to make you love somebody, there's a there's a caveat to that. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like right. that they just don't actually love you. So that went through my mind where I was like, oh, interesting. The potion works until yeah. until you act on that love. Then I thought, I mean, what happens? What about the anger one? Like true what, yeah. what, what yeah. shocks you out of being angry like kissing so. you just kiss them too like yeah. that works everything yeah it's just a superman kiss from the movies where you just kiss them and they forget everything um yeah you got to do a lot of legwork to explain that but I'll, I'll accept that i'll accept that okay yeah. uh, i find this one hard to rate where would you go yubnub wise yeah i i don't know i am like a i think I think for me, this is like a solid 3.75. Wow. Okay. Like I don't, I, I don't, oh no, I should give it a four. I thought about that. It's a four because there's not really, I mean, it was good. Yeah. It was okay. a good episode. Uh, you know, I thought it could be better, but it wasn't bad. That's what I was thinking. Well, it was you like know? Hillary was saying last week, like what's the scale? What are you comparing it to? In yeah. the, in the, with, with the competition being the 12 episodes we've seen so far, um, I think a four is fair because I think yeah. if you, I think this would be one that would be okay to just be like, here, watch this episode of the Ewoks. I think mm-hmm. fine. The only thing you might miss is the, is the Morag joke. But other than that, I feel right, like this you know, works sense. as a pretty standalone kind of episode and a good representation of it. So yeah, I'd say four. 
I yeah. say four. Okay. Uh, next Good. week is is kind of interesting because it's going to be yeah. season season one episode thirteen. Asha is the episode we're going to be covering. Asha. But the thing is, like, it is the season finale, but in a way, it's kind of the series finale for yeah. this first batch of episodes because mm-hmm. we're going to come back with a new format, a fully new cast, a new theme song, a very different show, a different so, color palette. It, it's yeah. like I wonder if there's different artists as well. Probably. So next yeah. next time when we're talking about Asha, that's really going to be sort of the end of like the first series, because I think even even when they were even when it was on the air, the second season was called like the New Ewoks or something. So I don't think it's oh a, okay yeah. yep. So no more Taj Mahal theme song after the, next week is the last time we get oh, to enjoy man, it. Man, I'm so, I, I I feel like I'm gonna miss it. I think I think I remember. And I'm just because like when I when we first started this way yeah. a long time ago, my kids like watched the yeah. two seasons like four or five times in a row. Uh-huh. And I remember walking in and being like, whoa, what is this show? You know, because it was it, it, I think the second season looks very different than okay. the first in okay. the theme song. I was just like, oh, I, I like the Taj Mahal one better. You know what? I think it's like really bad. I So I've never heard of Taj Mahal outside of this. I mean, other than the building in India, I know of, but. Right. The, yeah, yeah. the musician, never in my life. Just yesterday, I stopped at the record store down the street from me and I was looking for Meatloaf. I was looking for Bad Out of Hell. And oh, Meatloaf. I know I was, why you're. Yeah. I was in the M's. Look. I was in the M's and there was a Taj Mahal album and I was like, what? So I saw. Really? It. They had it listed as Mahal instead Mahal. of Taj? Yeah, it was in the M's. <laughs> yeah. And I was oh, like, man. okay, there it is. He's the E E E Ewoks guy. So, it would have yeah. been great if the Ewok song was actually on there. It would have been. Yeah, it <laughs> it's like been an great. extra, like a a, a a hidden track on the record. I yeah. love that when they would do that. Oh yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. Okay, well, watch along with us on Disney Plus or wherever yeah. you're watching. If you happen to have a VHS copy of Wicked the Hero, you can watch along with us uh, for the episode Asha. So I'll see you next time, buddy. Yeah, see you next time. It was a pleasure. This enduring life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts.